0: Ooh, check, 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 it's Draco, uh, I want to say thank you to everybody listening right now, look man, whether you on the, your first episode of mine or your 12th episode of mine, you feel me, uh, thank you for coming back, thank you for coming, uh, just in general man, bleeding out, this is Draco McCoy, baby guillotine, fully automatic, whatever you want to call me, uh, I just want to tell y'all it's a special day for me, because this episode is sponsored by Me, Bitch So look I feel good, I feel great I've been I've been doing my thing, you know I got an all new setup, shout out to Oreo Jones For getting me this far, you know what I mean um, It's been a year now, so I drew a new logo For this thing and everything, man When I told Oreo, I said, look man, I think I'm about to start a podcast He said, look bro uh, You know what I mean, that's a great idea I said, look bro, how can I get some help He said, look bro, I got you, bro Don't worry, and he held me down for a year, man So, shout out to bro, man um, And yeah, that's how we going That's how we coming, look I know I ain't been that consistent with this. It's hard. It's a pandemic. You feel me? Don't be mad at me. So I'm gonna drop these when I get a chance to. I ain't gonna make no promises. I'm gonna just just stay on the lookout for this motherfucker, man. But since I got my setup now, I can do whatever the fuck I want with it without no. You know, what I mean, sometimes shit be shut down. Yeah, it's, it's shit going on. So you know. We back. We doing whatever we can do at this moment in time. So, uh, thank you for bearing with me, man. I'm trying to spread the word to my people, man. So, you know what I mean. This is what I do. It's it's another thing. Hey, new music coming soon too. I got an album done. I got some singles about to drop, man, man. Wait on me, baby. We we going hard. I've been getting my shit together. You know what I mean. So, new shit on the way. I'm upping my quality on everything. Uh, after this tape, folks. Show. Sure. I got everything I need now. So, look, man. Uh, Without further ado, I talked to my boy Clint Breeze, great uh drummer. He's in a great band called Clint Breeze in the Groove, and he's a producer. Uh, we go way back, so you know what I mean, go ahead and uh let's start the motherfucking show. Three, two, one. Yeah, it's Drake on his motherfucker, man. Uh bleeding out all over the motherfucking place. <laughs> and we got my boy Clint Breeze in his motherfucking- way. Wait, that? Uh, so. So I know you by a different name. Do you go by Clint Breeze,
1: or like... yeah, a lot of people call me Clint, but you know me as Carrington. I met you, bro, man. It was like,
0: bro, when did we meet, bro? Man, it was like I'm thirteen so or fourteen,
1: bro. It's like a, it was like a hookah bar. Yo, um, I got Ethan. Yeah,
0: uh, you remember yeah. Ethan? I, man, I miss that nigga, man. Man,
1: yeah, I haven't seen that nigga in <laughs> Shout out to Ethan, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah a, bro. I used to minute. go to that
0: hookah bar all the time. Paradise. I would go there just sitting around. Yeah. And then I would go there like mixing my music and shit. Like, bro, I remember that shit. That shit yeah. had me calmer than a motherfucker. Dude. I, don't, I was underage, though, so I couldn't do nothing else.
1: Damn, that's crazy. I didn't even, I had no idea that we were like a few years apart, man. But yeah, I remember you from the paradise hookah bar days back in Broad Ripple. Yeah. Uh and then I started sitting around uh fountain square area. Next thing you know, you doing shows, you headlining shows, <laughs> turn up pouring sprite on people, man. Yeah, it's crazy it was fast, man. wasn't it? it was crazy. The way life goes, man. Is fucking wild. Yeah, man. It's crazy. <laughs>
0: uh shit. Man. You know, I've always wondered about you because yeah. it, it was kind of weird for me seeing you and just remembering you and being like, Where do I know you from? I remember when I seen you at the house at at, at Bro Crib. Oh, and yeah. then, like, we were talking, and I was like, How do I feel so comfortable around this thing? <laughs> man,
1: it was probably the hookah bar, and just like, man, being two like minded people, you know, yeah, creatives. For sure. You know what I mean? So, yeah.
0: I've always wondered are you from Indy?
1: Yeah, from here. From here uh, we're the same age, and we, how old are you? Uh, well, I'm 29. Oh, uh, so we, So, yeah, I don't so, know how I'm 26. OK, cool. So it ain't too
0: far. Yeah, not too far at all, yeah, man. I just turned 26. My birthday was like Happy, happy belated.
1: Yeah, that's right. I remember sending you a happy belated. Yeah, a couple yeah. Weeks. <laughs> it's your boy. You feel me? That's me what's up, here. man. How's it feel to be 26?
0: I don't know. It feel regular as shit. Yeah. You know
1: I, mean? I feel 30. You know, I got
0: kids and yeah. shit. So hey, man, like that's that. that's
1: something I don't know anything about, but that's cool, man. <laughs> proud With of respect, you, man. you doing your thing. Yeah. That's, that's what's up.
0: Uh, what school did you end up going to? Like, high school?
1: Y- yeah, so I... Like, it was north, east side, east sider. I went to Lawrence North. Yeah. Uh, And then after that, I went to school at Ball State. For sure. Yeah. I
0: went to, I went to, I lived in Lawrence. I went to Belzer. Oh, like, yeah, Belzer. I first moved here, I went to Belzer Middle
1: School for yeah. like a year. That's what's up. I know about Belzer. Uh, so when I played football in middle school, the biggest play I had that whole season was against Belzer. Yeah. And I got a punt return. <laughs> and my dad was going crazy. He was like, yeah,
0: yeah, go, 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 go. Yeah.
1: I got like 30 yards. I got tackled by this big ass dude. But man, I got hey, it, you know.
0: See, that's why I ain't never played no damn sports, bro. Yeah, I wasn't man. finna be getting this shit knocked out of me like that, bro. <laughs> Fuck it, man.
1: Nah, man. I made a little nice run.
0: You look like you play football.
1: I only played a few years, though. I I played uh, rugby in high school because. It was weird because, like, I wanted to play football. I couldn't because of band. So, yeah. like, band kept me away from, like, really want to pursue football. So, like, rugby was a weird sport that a lot of people didn't know about. But I, I was, still
0: don't know nothing about it. What, is it? Man, I heard y'all can't, like, no, nah, I don't know the rules. Tell me the rules. Man,
1: so, like, in layman's terms, I like, or at least the way I used to describe it was, like, rugby um, was, like, backyard football mixed with soccer. Like, yeah. like you can run, like, football. But then it had, like, weird little rules like soccer does. And, like, it's just an intricate sport that, like, not everybody messes with. But, like, it's cool. Like, you could tackle. You don't have pads or anything like that. Yeah. My friend Eric got me into it because, like, I wanted to play football. But, like, being so heavily involved in marching band, like, that was literally the same time.
0: Marching band was some shit, Yeah, bro. I I, I know you did that. Look, I wasn't really in marching band. Like, I liked band. Yeah. And so I tried marching band. That's what's up. And then, like, I think we were supposed to do, like, the first game coming up or something like that. Yeah. And I missed a day of practice, so they took me off the stairs. I was I was on my drumline shit. Man. I wanted to be, like, Nick Cannon. You feel bro, me? Bro, yeah. But they took me
1: off the shit, bro. And they put Man. me on cymbals,
0: bro. And so I just, I just never went back. <laughs> I was Man. just like, what the fuck?
1: Well- <laughs> I remember you told me about how you used to do drumline, yeah, which is bro. tight. That was like- my
0: shit. Well, I just like drums. Like, yeah. when I was in, uh, in like, high school, no. I think it was like middle school or some shit. I, my whole timeline is fucked up in my head. But I remember playing like uh, the timpani. Yeah. And I liked it because you could tune it. Yeah. And I liked it because it was big as fuck. Yeah. But I never wanted to learn the notes for like xylophone. They make you learn xylophone notes and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, did you, you was in band forever? Yeah, yeah.
1: You All that xylophone stuff, notes and stuff. Like that's kind of why I didn't do a band in college. Because at the point. Like, when it was about time to go to college, I was like, I'm tired of reading music. I'm tired of, like, listening to a band instructor. Yeah. I don't want that kind of, like, education. I just want to go to school to play drums and, you know, pursue other things in education where that sparked my interest. For sure. You know, but if I could do it all over again, I probably would have done something, like, music-oriented, but I'm happy to be where I'm at. I mean,
0: shit, you're, yeah. doing, you're doing your thing. You yeah, know man. Know so when you mean? was growing up, did you listen to... uh a lot of different types of music. Or what was your yeah, listening man? To? Like
1: so, my dad he was into like all kind of stuff. He he listened to Parliament, George Clinton. You know, he always had smooth jazz radio on stuff like that. Yeah, you know, my mom and my dad they were both into uh, gospel music. So we always had church. You know, all kind of gospel stuff. Growing up, playing in church. Yeah, you know, so those are the two big sides of music that I. Grew up listening to For sure
0: Yeah I See my mom was Like I used to listen to A bunch of like Trap shit You know what I mean Oh yeah So yeah. I used to like Like the reason I be like Screaming and shit like that I used to listen to a bunch of like uh Like Lil Johnny East Boy. Oh, oh yeah Miami, All type of hard shit like that you feel So me?
1: that shit Like I, I was into that Like by my own accord Cause like Inside of my house Like my parents didn't really like at, You know They didn't endorse That kind of music though. For sure like, So super you know, it's Real Christian Yeah yeah Real Christian But like on the bus, you know, I my first exposure to like secular music was mainly on the bus. I always had bus drivers that played like, you know, 963 or whatever. Yeah. And so Lil' John, Juvenile, you know, A Ball, MJG, any of that shit. <laughs> you know so what I'm hard. saying? Like it's I always like, heard that on the radio. So sit down I, I like South a, was super yeah, crazy man. back
0: then. Yeah. It still is, honestly. Yeah, South still run hip hop. Yeah. In for my sure. eyes.
1: For sure, man. Man.
0: All right. So uh you said you went to Ball State.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to be a music. Uh, not, I wanted to be a movie director yeah. at the time. Never really came to anything about that. Like as far as like put my degree to use, but while right. I was there, you know, I learned a thing or two about like videos and stuff. And I, I'm a big uh, film guy, so I like watching movies and stuff. And What's I'm your a, favorite movie. Man. I want to know. All right, yeah. so, all right, all right. So okay. wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. So, going back, because now yeah. we got to go through a whole other set of questions. Okay, back, 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 back. What about movies do you like so much?
1: Man, I, I like storytelling. Storytelling is everything. So, like, from the sense of shot composition, how you going to set up your shot, how you going to, like, tell a story without dialogue, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like how you can put certain things in the shot to, like, let the viewer know, like, what you're trying to say, like, through, like... uh what's the word foreshadowing and stuff like that yeah but uh man i'm a big music video fan and uh you know cinematic stuff but favorite movies um, favorite movie. uh
0: favorite movies okay like yeah, all right I, give me yeah. like genre first
1: all right well i got a few different ones that are kind of all over the place one to, that comes first in mind is terminator 2 it's kind of a <laughs> weird check that. man bro that's arnold schwarzenegger you got linda hamilton uh those are the main two characters that come to mind. Mm-hmm. But basically it's judgment day, so it's like the apocalypse. And uh Arnold Schwarzenegger, he he gets revived and comes back to beat up this like liquid terminator type dude that's like basically <laughs> <laughs> indestructible, but Arnold Schwarzenegger he's kicking ass oh, too. Yeah, you know top, what I'm saying? Off top. Man, he got that, it. Man, that movie's hard. Okay. Uh Pope Fiction. Um, Pulp Ma- Fiction is good Yeah Magnolia By Paul Thomas Anderson What's that uh, about? Man Magnolia is about a lot uh, okay, Alright mind. <laughs> yeah it's got a lot go- It's one of them like Almost Crash type movies Where it's got like Four or five different like Scene Like uh Like character plots Going on You know what I mean? Yeah Oh uh The Shining There we go The Shining Just watch The Shining That's like the That's a perfect movie
0: Wait who's in The Shining? I think uh, I've seen that shit before Jack Nicholson I've, de- I've seen
1: that shit. Yeah, before. Sherry Duvall. Yeah. uh, It's made by Stanley Kubrick, who I think is the best film director of all time, probably.
0: So what made you want to get into it, like go to school
1: for it? Man, so in high school, we had this television program at my high school called, called Cat Eye, and it was basically like the news program, but they would let us do like little segments and stuff for like commercials. Yeah. And so like... I was always kind of a creative person so like being involved in that I got involved like I had an interest for like little short videos and stuff Mm -hmm. so that that's what caught my eye on like how to make little videos. You never got
0: into YouTube and shit like that?
1: I did. I do have some stuff on YouTube. Uh, I got (laughs) some silly stuff. I got some drum stuff. Yeah. Uh, Man it's funny man like I have a weird funny path but like once I graduated school I just went on the music like you know, that's what I was on. So, like, I kind of stopped doing the video stuff. But when I talked, I'm glad you asked me these questions straight up. I mean, well, look, because I yeah. had a,
0: you know me, I I like a lot of different shit. Yeah, I feel like yeah. it's always becomes, like, I get inspired by something, and then I'm like, well, I, I want to do that now. You feel me? Yeah. So, like, when yeah. I was younger... I Seen uh, I a mean, shout out to Nick Cannon because yes, sir, he plays a big part of my life for some reason. Mm-hmm. But uh, he had this show called Short Circuits mm-hmm. back in the day. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what channel it came on, but it was like uh, like a like kind of like Chappelle show, yeah, where it was just like a comedy skit show, yeah. And so mm-hmm. my mama had a camera sitting around and it made me just want to just start making little sketches, so yeah, I would just like make my brothers do random shit, and That's you feel what's me up? and just like record it and put it together. I put it on DVD. I, I printed out a DVD print thing and I made my own cover art and I yeah. used one of the video game things yeah. with the, for the sleeve and all that shit. You feel me? I got yeah. like three, three different versions of it that's like, now it's just kind of fucking embarrassing. Nah, it's not but embarrassing. But like, it's, it's hilarious true, and I actually went all the way with it. So, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm one of those people that I, yeah. I get inspired and I, I want to do some shit. You feel me? Yeah. I think it starts by seeing something or being involved with something. I know you said it had to do, you know what I mean? With the, the the school thing that you're right, in. right, right. I think that's just tight, man.
1: Right on, bro. And like everyone has a different path and how they find their, you know, their purpose. And I was talking to someone the other days, like, you know, I still like movies and all that stuff. And what I've, what I've learned through knowing how to, uh, or learning how to make movies is the art of storytelling. Yeah. So I've been able to apply that to music for sure. So like my big thing with music is like. I don't just want to like make an album that's just like a collection of songs. Mm-hmm. I want to make an album that tells a story. I want to I want to make an album that, you know, for 30 plus, 45 minutes of your time, you feel like you are being read to or spoken to in a story-like way. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: I mean, for sure. And yeah. I guess I'm, I want to flip these around because I have yeah you know, for everybody who doesn't know exactly, mm-hmm. you are a drummer. Right. And yeah. you're a producer. Yeah. So... I I I usually say that shit at the beginning so people want right to right. get into. what yeah, you yeah. feel me, like yeah, whatever. Yeah. You feel me, get to know my man. It's clean. Yeah. P's. Uh, but uh, you know, I guess it's a good way to divide it up. Is yeah. To go, you know, I mean, my my producer questions and my drummer questions. So which came first?
1: Okay, drummers first. Drummers out the womb, basically. So my dad's a drummer. My mom, uh, she was singer and choir director. I'm very musically inclined in my family. Uh. Grandmother, uh, both sides, you know, involved in church and music. So I just feel like it always came natural. And Mm -hmm. uh, so from a young age, I played drums and rhythm always came naturally to me. And I, I started to dive into producing when I started to understand computers more, which was like high school.
0: Okay. Yeah. So let's see let's fast forward i guess let's yeah. get you out of out of the school thing out of the yeah. background at right, some right, point right. uh you are drumming what like mm-hmm. through college are you yeah. still into
1: drums and yeah. still doing your thing yeah I'm, I'm in like some bands garage bands and stuff like that so there was a yeah.
0: community for that in ball state
1: uh yeah for or sure Or in muncie yeah for sure yeah
0: so how did you find that community
1: uh well just being a go-getter being someone who was just trying to make music for me it was always about music it was about nothing else you just like trying to find people who were interested in the same stuff yeah because that's how i that's how he, how i even met the people who i started a band with mm-hmm. i had orientations or at freshman orientation i said i saw two guys who had a lap who had laptops mm-hmm. and like they looked like they were just like music producers yeah and i was like hey y'all make music and they were like yeah <laughs> That's and right. it just like coincidentally and so we just started making music together and then through that relationship with those guys i met more and more people and like really when you look back at it like or when i look back at it in college if it wasn't like my degree or like a band related i don't really had i didn't really have any relationships outside of that for sure you know what i mean like yeah I wasn't one of the people that, like, just made friends off the strength of, like, two people. And, like, that's what I've grown as a person now. Like, I want to, like, I want to know people for who they are, not over a task or a purpose, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I want to, like, you know, who are you, you know, no matter what you are in life. You
0: and, know? you know, that's my thing. I, yeah. I, I've i never been one to want to make a bunch of music friends. You know what yeah, I mean? It yeah. kind of happened, You're but right, I really right. don't like that being a... Uh, well, not, I don't dislike it, but you know, when you get around a bunch of people that do what you do, yeah. there's always some type of like secret competition or some 100%. underlying aspects. You feel me? Yeah. You got the, the clout shit and all this yeah, other random. shit. Yeah. I don't even want to be around people that listen to me, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You fuck with me because I'm a cool motherfucker yeah. and I like to have it be that way. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, that's genuine. I mean, yeah, 100%. You know me, I'm all about the genuine, shit, yeah, you know, right? Uh, but okay, so. You're playing drums in college. You, you know what you're doing. You meet right. people. You start right. doing bands and shit like that. Right. Can you recall like your first uh gig, like on stage, drumming for somebody?
1: Uh, I mean that was sometime at high. Well, first, uh, well, it depends. What would you would consider a gig? Well, what, I would. What, what would you consider? Right. What I would consider a gig is something like that was outside of the means of a normal everyday thing. Yeah. So, like, to be clear. Like, growing up in church, you know, playing anything that was church-related wasn't a gig. You know, <laughs> yeah. that was just my way. Yeah, that was for my, sure. You know, I grew up playing drums in church, whatever. Yeah. But my first gig was probably sometime in high school. And, I, you know, I always grew up with a big, vast interest in music. Mm-hmm. You know, people grow grew up called me weird and the music I liked, man. But I always liked all kind of stuff. I liked rock. I liked punk. I liked metal. For sure. Man, I almost did this one almost filled in for my my buddy Eric, who was very heavily on double pedal and metal. Mm-hmm. But I did not do that. But because I appreciated that music and Eric was one of my homies and he couldn't do the show, I was like, you know what? I'ma am I'm going to sit in with this this band, try to learn his music and yeah, try to do it. It's hard. And that was one of the coolest experiences. I didn't end up doing the show because he he was actually able to do it like last minute. Mm-hmm. But it was still cool to learn, like, metal for, like, a couple of weeks, like, plant practicing with a band. You and, know,
0: I, and honestly, I think there's something to being able to adapt like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, being open-minded enough to get around and, yeah. you know what I mean, go from uh, what you're normally used to and then still being able to appreciate other forms of music. 100%, bro. Like, bro.
1: Like, 100, like, with music, like, I even tell, like, students that I teach today or whatever that it's a universal form of language. So... Like if you can learn music, even if it's in any sort of form, like whether it be to be able to read it or write it or whatever, if you can learn the the language of music, that that's really important because it's so universal. Everyone can understand that.
0: You play any other instruments?
1: I I dabble in piano. I took piano lessons for like six years. Yeah. So I can understand that, but I'm not like virtuosic on in that
0: for sure i mean yeah. shit learning how to read them fucking notes and band was bugging man, me I, I literally hate myself for two things <laughs> three things all right, all right i all right, can't right. sing okay i don't know how to play piano and i can't backflip
1: man okay uh, let me let me <laughs> let me backtrack backflipping is hard backflipping is hard <laughs> as fuck bro yeah i can't do it either i don't
0: know where the fuck is where's up no more man i landed on man. my back one time
1: Ooh. Oh, My god, tough man. <laughs> Sorry to hear that, bro. But little t- okay, we bathroom was hard. Uh, singing, dude, there's so many people who can't sing that can sing, you know what I mean? I by can that?
0: sing, but like, all right, so I got a voice, you feel me? I yeah, got, like, if you a got a voice, sp- that, that goes. I feel like when you learn your voice, that's and that's like the hardest thing about everything, though. Like, I do yeah. so many things, and like, doing art, you gotta learn your vision and how art should look to you you know what i mean or like the way you produce yeah like you learn how you like sound to sound you know what i mean and so for singing like my voice i can't manipulate it so i gotta like use it the way it would sound tight to me like young thug or like trippy red like them niggas got crazy ass voices
1: man let me tell you something that uh miles davis said or is very famous for saying like he said something like, uh, "And I'm paraphrasing here, but he he said like it took him like forever, like to find his voice." And Miles Davis is arguably the most iconic jazz musician of all time. Yeah, historically, for sure. But even Miles Davis as we knew it, he took like a long time, like to be Miles Davis. Miles Davis as we know it, it took him a long time to find that voice. Yeah, so. If you think you can't sing, someone probably can't. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? For sure.
0: And it, so. you could be taught how that type of one day I'm gonna take some vocal lessons and yeah. the thing, I'm gonna really knock them off with it. Look, yeah. All right, so uh what year did you finally decide to start a group? Uh
1: well, the group. Right, so, right. So with you the groove, have a band. Right. It's yeah. called
0: Clint Breeze and the Groove. Yes, yeah, sir. And yeah. it, how many members are in the band?
1: It's seven of us, yeah. Seven, seven of piece, you. And yeah. you're the drummer. Mm-hmm.
0: Um you met two of them, you say you just saw him around?
1: Oh, sorry. That was another band in college. Oh, uh, so I'll when, tell so you. Yeah, let me give you the scoop of how I met. Well, really, everyone in my band now, uh, I met through playing at places like the Chatterbox or Mass Ave uh, or Mousetrap or- well, I met So what per-
0: brought you to the square? Or what brought me to the to square? The scene in yeah, Indy?
1: so when I moved back from Muncie, when I moved back, to indie, I was living with my folks for a little while, but then I got a place in Fountain Square. And then pretty much when I got a place in Fountain Square, I got, like, more active, like, in the music scene. Yeah. Like, I was still coming to the shows and stuff before I moved down here to, like, acclimate myself. But uh,
0: what was the music scene in your eyes when you got out here?
1: I mean, man, it was, I would say, more booming than what it is now. Yeah. What man, year is this? 2016.
0: Twenty sixteen was nasty, wasn't it? Yeah, bro. That's you around, know this. You know this. <laughs> yeah, it, like, like, I came around twenty fifteen. Yeah, bro. And honestly, I was kinda lost yeah. before I came around. Yeah. Uh you know what I mean? It met Sirius yeah. and, and Oreo and seeing what they were doing with yeah. all the uh the relationships they built with all the venues around here. It right. Was really right, fucking right. tight. Right. And the punk scene and all exactly, that shit.
1: man. Like so seeing cats like yourself, Sirius, all the ghost gun cats, really, Oreo, all of them. What I saw with them was that the integrity in yourself as well. Mm. What you guys would do is pack out shows off the strength of like, yo, we bring a live performance. It's going to be live as hell. It's going to be authentic. We constantly put out uh, content that our fan base and all of our supporters rock with genuinely. And then we have... It it, it's almost like what I saw from you guys was like a blueprint of how to really maneuver. And and see,
0: like I was new, you know what I mean? So I was just like I I was already like, all right, cool, I know how to use the internet. Yeah. I know I can just keep on dropping shit. SoundCloud's getting big. People are yeah. hearing about me everywhere. Yeah. yeah. But when I met them, I was like, "Damn, they got like this community presence to where like mm-hmm. these people, even if they not listen to these niggas' music every day, mm-hmm. they're coming to every one of the shows." And 100%. I was like, "Yo, community is important." You know what I mean? Man,
1: community is everything. That's what I'm lear- That's what I've learned from y'all. Yeah. That's what I'm learning from, also musicians as well. Is yeah. because
0: so everybody, excuse you mean the fact that.
1: I don't know how to stay
0: on the subject, but we got like, this. Is my boy? You feel me? So it's, like, it's a whole lot of shit. Man. I'm trying to connect. Bro, here. man,
1: we connected, man, because we learn. We learn from each other, man. I've been, I so to all of those listening, I've been telling, I've been telling Draco for years. He's doing the right thing because what he did was he went into this the community. He made himself and like this is off the cuff. Whatever you want to put on the podcast, whatever. Oh uh, yeah, go but, ahead, go for man, it, man. Like what you did was a lot of people can learn from that. You know, you don't build in a community by just dropping in the community and saying, I'm here, mm-hmm. you know, flock to me. Yeah. No, what you do is you drop into a community and you make yourself available. And you say, my name, you introduce yourself. Yeah. You know, my name is Draco. How can I service you? How can we service each other? Yeah. You know, you know, seeing you around the scene and, and people like Nick or Sirius or Sean Oreo.
0: I mean, even you know. people like man Maxi, bro, and yeah, Maxi pulling up exactly. and he show love to everybody. You feel me? Or, exactly. You feel man. me? Poindexter and Fresh, they they yeah. they pull up with good with good energy. You know yeah. what I mean? And they are good people.
1: Man, all of the, all these cats, you got yeah. I can keep the the it's list a lot goes of people on. People in
0: the city, uh, <clears throat> but I feel like I kind of got lucky stumbling around this particular community. Yeah, which, you mean at the at the time. Yeah. Because like, so when you pulled up, it's 2016 is mm-hmm. when like I feel like the hip hop scene was coming up or through the uh the punk scene. You feel yeah. me? And a lot of yeah. the homies that we're were in bands and shit like that. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. when you come around, uh, what? How can I drive this? Where did you find a place for what you like to do? Uh
1: man, I had to create it, uh because. What I like to do is jazz and, you know, my favorite music was hip-hop. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I was living the culture of a jazz musician, but wanting to speak the culture of a hip-hop musician because, like, that's what I— that's what my ears were, you know, clinging to. It's like I feel like both of those cultures and forms of music are so important to, you know, hip uh, American history. Yeah. Especially for black people. And 100%. So, yeah. So like, I feel like, well, one way I can contribute to a society, mm-hmm. you know, learn from my culture, learn from my history, study it, do it the right way, and then, you know, give back to the community. So as a hip hop lover, as a drummer, as a jazz musician, you know, as someone who, you know, wanted to get back to the community who's involved in the community, I figured my co- my contribution could be a drummer slash producer who does, who makes albums and who also puts on shows and does community events and plays shows and whatnot and, you know, works with people like yourself and yeah everyone, you so know. So at some point, you yeah. get the band. Uh,
0: yeah. How long ago did you, was it when y'all started? 2016,
1: yeah. That was four, the year. Four years ago, yeah. So
0: that was pretty much when you moved back. Oh, when you uh, when you got out to the square?
1: Yeah, when I got back to yeah, when I moved out to the square, it was shortly after I started the band.
0: Uh, yeah. Let's see. Was it easy to get all in the well first, it's called Clint Breeze and the Group. What inspired you to just name it after yourself? Uh
1: yeah, so that came from really an inspiration from my dad, because uh his he had like a nickname in high school, whatever it's called it was called Cool Breeze. <laughs> and he gave me this little plaque. I can show you. Yeah. But he gave me this little plaque he made in his high school. It's like, it's written Cl- Cool Breeze. And I thought that was a cool little name. And when I was coming up with my producer name before I started making all these albums and stuff, like, I wouldn- I was thinking of some inspiration. And I looked at that. Yeah. And I just wanted to put a little spin on it. And my last name is Clinton. And so. That's hard. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> right so on. Clint
0: Breeze in the groove. You meet all these people. Uh, was it easy for y'all to be? I don't know, on the same page like, and and getting songs made. Uh,
1: I mean, it wasn't the easiest thing in the world, but it was relatively okay because you know, being musicians who like want to better themselves and get better, you know, it's it's not super hard to like, you know, want to achieve greatness and want to you know to like grow. Yeah, but with people's times and things like that, you know, you have to be as sensitive to all those things. So it took some time to get, uh, pun intended. It took some time to get into a groove of things. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Well, yeah, I, I was on, yeah.
0: um, I looked up on iTunes and I saw your album, Arrival, that y'all did. Yeah. Right. Uh, is that y'all only project?
1: So far. So we have another project in time. overtures coming up. Hopefully before I'm trying to get it out before the election that'd be tight yeah that'd be sick yeah that'd be sick. so yeah.
0: uh how long did it take y'all to make that first one
1: the first one because y'all uh, started
0: y'all got together in 2016 uh, 16 and y'all so, dropped it 2019 right
1: right right um we started working on that one probably like i don't want to say like 18 or something like that yeah what, what we did we played a bunch of shows before we started worrying about an album what were y'all playing all over Fountain Square. No, nah, what like? Oh, uh, what we were playing? Yeah, y'all, um, y'all just
0: had shit that y'all had already. Yeah, played. y'all were just chilling of, about it. Yeah,
1: some of the stuff was on arrival. Some stuff that some beats that I had made that mm-hmm. I that the band had just learned, or some covers. That's hard. So yeah, yeah. So
0: who who were you composing all the all the music?
1: If originally I was making all the beats that we would learn, like that, I would say the first like year and a half or so of us playing. The band was just playing, like, beats that I made. That's but then, hard. <laughs> yeah, that's hard as fuck. <laughs> right <on. laughs> And then we started experimenting more and, like, because w- we wanted to take it to another level because, like, that's cool and all, but, like, we have so much talent in this band. Yeah. So I wanted to expand and, like, have us start to, like, put our brains together. So we started collaborating on that tip. For sure. And so, like, some of the songs that you hear on Arrival were more collaborative and all you know, pretty much most of the songs you hear on our new record is collaborative. So we, we've become more of a family band now. So in
0: the collaborative songs, like, what does it start with?
1: Well, it can start from anything, but usually there's still, like, you know, as a band leader, I still try to keep my voice in, like, the rehearsal setting. Right. Like, where, like we, I can, my where I see it as now is, like, my role is, like, I'm trying to steer this ship. I'm trying to make sure everyone has a voice. Trying to be pretty uh, pretty diplomatic. Yeah. You know. I mean,
0: everybody seems to be fucking cool as fuck, too. Yeah, everyone's
1: real chill. You know, no one's overstepping. Yeah. So what I see is, like, when we're working on songs, I'm like, what works? What's this? All right, let's, you know, put this and that and the third together. But it's not so much, y'all play my beats like it used to be. Yeah. And so, like, now we have a really natural vibe where, like, some, you know, Joel, the guitar player, might come with a riff, or Chris, the piano player, might... Come with a you know a riff. Yeah. But we'll we'll kind of spin off each other and then we'll just have a natural dialogue.
0: That's tight.
1: Yeah, man. I like that. Yeah.
0: Uh, what's it like for y'all doing shows? Cause all right, so I have a weird relationship with yeah. shows here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I always like doing house shows.
1: That's my shit. Man, that's the like, vibe, bro. We need to do that more. That vibe of those. is gone. Like
0: yeah, he's not vibing like that no more. But like <laughs> yeah. when you say like 2016, 2017, mm-hmm. you were killing. That's what it. I think about is house shows. Yeah breaking the floors. Yes, sir. I remember that stuff, man. Like, I've been in a couple of them. Yep. That shit was nasty. <laughs> yeah. You know, when it comes down to like the venues, you know what I mean? I appreciate, you know what I mean, the relationships the homies made with them and stuff like that. But, um, you know what I mean? It comes a point where you feel like, uh, well, I wouldn't even say like a, a certain type of respect because I, I know some of these people, you know what I mean? But like, mm-hmm. I feel like, uh, you know what I mean? Me doing a show for, you know, twenty dollars and free beers is out of the question, right? You feel me right, home, right, 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 hundred percent. Me doing shows and not even know if I might get paid or not. You feel me? Or yeah, you know, what I mean, maybe I've been promised some money and motherfuckers act like they can't come up, or maybe I think I deserve. You feel me?
1: Three hundred for my time, right?
0: And then yeah. they like, shit, man, I'm never gonna give you that. Yeah, <laughs> man, you know, I mean? you
1: on so, no, yeah, you right uh, on the same, yeah.
0: What's the experience like for a band?
1: Man, so, <sighs> I mean so there's more mouths to feed so yeah there's that um road bump so basically what we try to what I try to leverage is that at first it, it was kind of rocky and i was trying to be very transparent with the band members i was like hey some of these gigs we ain't going to make the money like we want to yeah and you I, know? that's okay yeah i think know?
0: like if, if you're trying to get your name out there yeah, you feel me it, yeah. i i did i've done uh, plenty of damn shows right. and you feel me and when I was just trying to come up it's like bro just put me on I just want to right.
1: I need to practice anyway I mean, uh, so for the most part of our existence we've, we've always had about seven people in the band and so there have been some shows where we walk away with chump change for everybody it's yeah. like you know if you want to look at it in a certain lens you could look at it and say in the sense of I just wasted my time you know yeah. what I mean but it's for the music we all try to keep a pretty positive mindset. Yeah, when it I comes mean, to this. I mean you know? when you're doing what you love. Exactly, you right? Know what I mean? But early on, I was trying to be very clear, like, yo, some of these gigs aren't gonna pay that much. But we started making a demand of ourselves. And this is what I say to any artist, local, regional, whoever's listening to this, you gotta start somewhere. So if you feel like you might be undermined, you just got to keep putting your work in, okay? Yeah. If you put your work in and you do the, and, and and people see your your hunger, then you can come back to them and be like, no, that's not my price. This is my price. Yeah. And then it's okay to say no to gigs. Some people don't understand that. It's, so, it's okay to be like, nah, I'm cool.
0: I do that shit all the time. Yeah, man. I, I actually like to, you feel me? Yeah. Because like, yeah. you feel me? Uh, I don't. I don't really believe that I should be, you know, on stage all the time anyways, especially yeah. here. You feel me? I yeah. want people to actually be excited to see me.
1: Oversaturation is a killer.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. And yeah. you know what I mean?
1: But it sucks
0: when, you know what I mean? Like, all right, I say like this, like for me being an artist, I haven't had a job in about three years. Not that I ain't want one, but I'm kind of in a situation where it's better for me to be at home. You yeah. Feel me? With my kids and, yeah. and doing what I got to do. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I, I'm making my money and, and, Blessed to be making it, you feel me? off doing what I love, but 100%. you know, what I mean, if uh, if I was to have a job, and then the way that people see me around here, you mm-hmm. feel me, I, and not even around here, like you feel me, I I got a lot of people listening to me, a lot right. of people watching me. The motherfuckers don't want to see me delivering pizzas, right. you feel right. me? So right, right, right. I can see where somebody's like, "Well, I don't have a job," you feel me? I, I'm gonna take all these shows, or I'm gonna do everything I can. But it's also a, a thing where you, man, you you want to keep your brand. Yeah, uh, pristine and, and exactly,
1: man. That's spot on, pristine.
0: It's weird thinking yeah. about branding and shit like that, isn't man. It? Because it at so first you're like, "This was fun," <laughs> and yeah. I was just doing me, and then it's like, "Well, it's a lot you more." You got to think consider. about everything, right? Yeah. it's like
1: you got to take like certain gauge you got to look at differently. You Yo. know, you got to be like, "All right, is this good or bad or beneficial? What what have you for my brand?" You yeah, know? and. And that's another thing branding is like branding goes across to any gig or money opportunity you make where you're using your gift or purpose yeah. you know what i'm saying and so you got to look at into all that when you're considering these gigs for sure yeah i'm doing this private gig and this and that and the third that's gonna make me a couple hundred dollars but like is it good for my brand yeah like is this you know joe schmo gonna see me here doing this thing that I really don't want to do. Well, you know and, I mean? and
0: then also, like, I, I try to... Okay, so, brand shit aside, yeah. I try to be, like, true to myself. You yeah. know what I mean? There's a lot of shit that I don't do and I don't really like to do. Like, I don't like being on camera. Yeah. So I don't, and I feel like I should more. But... I, this is just who I am You feel me Like motherfuckers right. Just gotta take that As a part of my character But like I try not to do anything That pulls me away From who I think Who 100%. I know I am You know what I mean Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, Let me ask you What's your favorite show That y'all have done
1: Oh man So off rip I think I could tell you Probably the Vogue show That we did when we opened For Trombone Shorty That yeah. was pretty nice man Cause like Man Open for who Trombone Shorty I don't know Man So Trombone Shorty he's, he's big in the uh well, really pop structure, but mainly like jazz structure is fire as name, man. Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> dude, he he headlines uh, uh, jazz fest in New Orleans, which is the biggest jazz fest in the world, arguably. And he does that regularly. He's New Orleans based trombone player.
0: Have you been in New Orleans?
1: Yeah, I have. Yep. Oh, uh, like I've been once. It was dope. Uh, I was 18. But
0: yeah. So you saw him or uh, you opened up for him.
1: Uh, Yeah we My band opened up for uh, Clint Breezy's and Groove What was it Two years ago now I think
0: That shit was live
1: huh Very live man His band was dope We had a great performance You know it would be dope If we could do it again I know we're in a, man- a Pandemic but Man. I think we're much better than when we were, you know? Nah, dude. <laughs> shit's crazy. <laughs> like, I don't,
0: like, even the show, we finna do a show soon. This is about to be live. And that shit's gonna listen, be fucking yes, tight. But, like, just because I, I, bro, you don't understand, I would listen to anything live right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. like, everything's been closing early and all that mm-hmm. shit. But I'm still nervous, you feel me? Motherfuckers, uh, somebody in my family just died from COVID. She oh, was 25, wow, bro. Oh, man, I'm
1: sorry to hear that, bro. Yeah, like, shit. Yeah.
0: Shit's kind of weird, bro. You it's see, getting really out. Weird. It's getting very real. Out here, uh, man. Matter of fact, I just seen some shit. Uh, wherever COVID like originated at, they just did this big ass pool party. Did you see that shit? Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta. Try somewhere to in Korea or China.
1: Yeah, they just did okay. this
0: pool party with like, like it was like a million people, bro. It's fucking weird. Yeah. It's like a pool concert thing. Fuck it, whatever. Like
1: a ironic thing. Yeah, or something. but
0: like yeah. they haven't had a case since.
1: They yeah since they've like been March cle- or some yeah, shit or May clean. something like that this but is crazy, whatever man. so look um
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey man shout out to everybody listening to me right yeah, now yeah uh,
1: thank you for having me bro dude this
0: podcast is fun I going a lot and I ain't no interviewer ass nigga nah this is to, uh... this is the conversation
1: <laughs> man this is this is what podcasts need to be man yeah you feel uh, me You're some regular it, shit check it out so uh, are you a podcast person outside I of your own I listen to a lot of podcasts okay man. I'm assuming you probably listen to Joe Rogan's. yeah. Have you listened to Mike Tyson's? Yes. His shit is fire. His shit man. is fire.
0: He always trying to like telling everybody to take this fucking toad shit. Man. That dude. Both,
1: shit. both of those podcasts are good. They're good. I, man, I, I appreciate Mike Tyson's one because the the one I listened to, I've listened to a few of them, but the one that struck me, the one was uh two of them actually. The one with Sugar Ray, and then the one with uh Evander Holyfield. I didn't hear neither one of those. Man, both of those are so vulnerable because there's like so with the uh, the Vander Holyfield one. Vander's just talking about how his like mom shaped him into being the person who he is, which I thought that was kind of cool. That is cool. Yeah, that's
0: my shit. Same with me. That's dope. That's yeah. dope, man. That's I, dope. I think I, the reason why I like Mike Tyson and yeah, and honestly, like people like him make me more comfortable doing this. You yeah. know what I mean because like vulnerability is. Uh, admirable, you know what I mean. Yeah, 100%, people don't have to be afraid of who they are. Hundred percent, you know, like hundred percent. Yeah. Now some shit ain't everybody' business. Right, right. But like, who, when you're as big as him, what's yeah. the point of hiding anything? Exactly, you know what I mean. And it makes yeah. you love him more, understand Exa- him more. Exactly, yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, people like him, they they just make me happy. Uh, yeah. I listen to. Joe Budden has a fucking fire oh, ass podcast. Yeah, yeah,
1: I know he has one too, man. I, I need to catch up on that one too.
0: Yeah, there's a bunch of good ones, bro. I, oh, and I I say this for the people listening, and there's one called Business of Hype, that like is why I structured this the way I do it. Okay, talking to uh, it's a hype beast podcast. Okay, okay. Got, like, yeah, hundred percent. This one, uh, I forget who was hosted by. I think it's his name is Justin Staple or Jeff Staple, whatever. But okay, he just talks to a bunch of business owners and artists and shit, and like gets that. Shit out of them, and, and the reason why I like doing this is because like I feel like free game yeah. should be available for everybody. You know 100%. what I mean? And, uh, I feel like since I got a good relationship with everybody, for some reason, just been running into y'all forever. Yeah, man. I can ask y'all questions that'll inspire people. This is you feel me? And maybe somebody out Ace. there might want to be in a jazz band or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, so This would be I don't know you feel me? Yeah, man. If you're I if the I can right stay thing, on man. topic, they you're might doing, learn some shit. Yeah, if, you're doing the right thing, fam.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, all right, so look, boom. Uh, uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Have y'all been on tour?
1: Man, that's the one thing, man. We so this we were trying to do that this year, and yeah, then pandemic. But I was going, bro, I wanted yeah. to
0: get on tour with my boy Matthias. Yeah, so bro, that would have been hard, man.
1: <laughs> man, let me ask you some questions. What's up? So, who is who's your favorite producer to work with?
0: Uh, two of them, okay, Matthias Young and my nigga black youth, and they both. Here,
1: that, yeah, I I've heard of Black. I've never met him or anything. Bro, I met Matthias.
0: These niggas are like, uh, like yeah. it pisses me off how good they are at understanding, like producing. You know what yeah. I mean? To the point where like they both rap, they both can make good music. Yeah, but there's elements of what they do. That would make them the best rapper alive because yeah. they're like the best producers alive. That's cool. So I had to learn how to produce too because I was so jealous of the fact that these niggas understand auto-tune and yeah. sound design. That's what's up. And just shit like that. You know what yeah, I mean? Man. To the point where it's like a science, bro.
1: Man, I'm I'm always fascinated by like producers who take it seriously. Like yeah. they just, they just don't make beats. You There's know a what lot mean? of them, bro. Like most
0: yeah. of my music friends are producers. Yeah. Most of them, like all all around, I'm, yeah, yeah. I yeah. know a shit ton of producers, bro, and honestly, they're they're just so passionate. They actually give a fuck. Yeah, man. I,
1: mean? I I appreciate musicians and producers and rappers and artists mm-hmm. that have that same. Can let me ask you another question. All right. Fa- so, actually, this may might be two part, but <laughs> it's cool. Favorite, yeah, it's gonna be two part. Favorite local. Rapper besides yourself, and if you need a 16, if you had, all right, let's say you, 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 you about to drop the most fire solo project you've ever made in your life, but you need one feature and you only need one and you need 16, and it's from a local nigga. Who is it? One person. All right.
0: So, first question I don't have a yeah. favorite rapper. Yeah. Because uh, that
1: would be kind of biased I feel you
0: well nah it's just like I just don't yeah. you feel me because like I like niggas for different reasons yeah. you feel me yeah, and yeah. like you know what I mean I don't dislike anybody I feel, so. that's a,
1: yeah that's a good question uh, uh, but
0: you know there's always something where like alright you fuck with somebody or maybe you like their personality or you like their music or you like yeah. their hustle or you like their music but really don't know him that well and shit like that. And there's all these different factors that come into play. Yeah, you feel yeah. me? And like, yeah. I feel like a lot of people might feel a certain way about me to where they wouldn't call me a favorite rapper, even if they like my music because yeah. maybe we had a weird run in or maybe, uh, oh, yeah. Maybe they don't like my music, but they fuck with me or you feel me? It's like yeah. a bunch of different things. So, like, I'm going to say this the best rappers in the city to me are Flacco and Sirius, like lyricism. Yeah. yeah. You feel me? Like, Flacco has never not dropped. Some of the craziest bars I ever heard. Like he got yeah. like like bars like 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 Wayne, how this nigga for some reason just always got bars. Yeah. Or like Big Sean. I don't like Big Sean music.
1: But you do be having bars. But he got bars. Yeah.
0: Like on the corniest song, he got bars. Yeah. Uh there's a nigga named Rob Banks. Yeah. Shaggy Son. Yeah. This nigga got bars. Same yeah. thing with Flaco. He's just an uh, endless just bar machine. Like so you feel me? And and then uh serious, you feel me, the way that he's the way that he talk. Yeah. He puts words together like it's like some weird ass poetry. Yeah, like, I can see the shit he's saying. Yeah, yeah. And these are just two people that make me kind of like uh, wish I could rap better because like I'm not the best rapper in the city. I feel like my voice is probably my best, uh, my best feature is that I I know how to. Uh, I got a lot of different styles and I could just For sure just, yeah. Is Draco right? Best rapper alive because because I'm me. Yeah, bro. <laughs> that's mentality. <laughs> and That's mentality works, bro. Yeah, and that's why you.
1: That's why you, you. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah.
0: But uh, as far as like, if I was a shit fool, if I was to get anybody on the project ever, it's probably going to be a Matthias. You feel yeah. me? Like, that's good. That's I love good that answer. nigga Matthias, bro. That's, like That's a good answer. He got a voice. That's you a good answer. Me? Yeah, It's a strong one. He can sing. He can, He can, He's a nigga that could help me make a hit out of whatever song I send him. Good. You feel me? So you feel me off top. So, yeah. all right. I guess this is good. Without- uh, that's the end of my band questions We, yeah. we have 45 minutes So we're okay. doing good I think uh, Yeah, it's 7.34 But I, you alright? Yeah, I'm great, Chilling man Chilling for a second? Yeah, I'm great Alright, I don't want to make this drag on too much longer But I wanted to know about your, uh, your producing Alright uh, And your projects So okay. uh, you look at projects the way I do Very passionately I feel like uh, I like, personally I don't want to talk about me forever But When I get into a project, I kind of can't go through with it unless I feel like I have a theme. Now, Mm -hmm. theme-wise for me would be like if I have enough beats that sound not similar but give me the same feeling. Right. Because I'm an emotional guy Mm. in a certain way. Like, Mm. I don't... I hate emotional reactions and super emotional thoughts. I'm very, like, concentrated all the time. Yeah. But I like feelings. Yeah. And I'm interested in them. So, like... I got this tape called 8-Ton Gorilla where everything, I felt like it was a strong project and it made me want to be alive. Um, I got a project called Mud Blood" where, ironically, everything feels like magic to yeah, me. Yeah. Um, I'm working on a project right now where uh, I kind of get this kind of cyberpunk type of, it's always raining, but maybe, you feel me, I got a bionic arm, you feel me, or some mm. shit. like It's always dark and I'm mm. surrounded by technology, but I'm still... You feel me? Yeah. yeah. On bullshit. <laughs> you feel yeah, yeah, me? Yeah, like yeah. I don't know. So uh specifically I'm thinking of a project that you got called Nappy Head of course. Right, that right, was right. a really really good moment for you. Right, um right.
1: that album was fire. Uh, what
0: what were you thinking specifically when you were thinking of what you wanted to do with this album?
1: Man. So with that album uh it was kind of a response of like so in 2016 or like really that whole year in the year before there just had been a lot of things that triggered me that happened uh that was put on blast by the media Mike Brown Trayvon Martin well Trayvon Martin was like a few years earlier but still like things leading up to that Philando Castile Mike Brown mm-hmm. uh Tamir Rice uh, a lot a lot of unarmed and or innocent black people had gotten shot and or killed by or strangled, uh, and we had yeah Eric Gardner too by the police, and that kind of act of police brutality kind of wanted me like it it triggered me and and I was upset about that, and amongst other things, right yeah this for was sure. twenty sixteen was a kind of a challenging year politically, we knew that. Things are about to change in the White House. And things are changing locally. Uh, you can sort of feel the energy in the air with the racial disparity between white and blacks all over the world. and mm-hmm. Similar to now. Still. Yeah, or forever, you know, yeah. right? And so as a musician, you know, like I said before, like, you you start finding ways to make your voice heard in a way that you find best for you and what you can do, and so I figured I can put my words and emotions through music, for sure. And you know, collaborate some, w- collaborate with some like-minded folks. So and your process
0: yeah. was like, I know you you produced the whole project, mm-hmm. right? Any mm-hmm. other producers or just you?
1: No, just me. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. it
0: was incredible. I mean, right on, bro. I was just even just listening to it on the way here and it's just like sonically, it just sounds like some some I don't know, just some some shit that I All like the place. listening to. You feel right me? Right on, man. Very Appreciate experimental, yeah. but still hip hop. yeah uh, you feel me? Yeah. Uh I don't even know what to kind of describe it as. Uh I was listening to a podcast, you said you fuck with Flying Lotus. And yeah. I was I was like, Yeah. Man, he's one he's, yeah, yeah. yeah bro. You he's do. one
1: of my he, Yeah, man, right on. He's one of my biggest inspirations uh musically. Yeah. And what's funny about flying uh, fly low is that he from if I'm uh, yeah he went to school for film scoring uh, damn for real yeah he went to school from film scoring and didn't do anything with that right away but uh, dropped dropped the I don't know the exact chronological order but he did like the like the Los Angeles EP or, or uh, and then. Or 1983 or something like EP. Then he did a Los Angeles album. Then he kind of got real big. Yeah. And then once he got real big, he started doing film scoring. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Like it, he used like his like talent, like what he knew, which was like music, and then like apply that to like what he had learned. You think you'd ever
0: want to do that shit? Hell yeah,
1: hundred <laughs> uh, percent. Film scoring. Yeah. Uh So a lot of people don't know. I did a little project for. I, su- I supplied some music to a documentary. Uh, Damn, really? Yeah, for Steph Curry. Whoa. Yeah, I got some music on a Steph Curry documentary. Is it out? Yeah, it's, you, you find can find that? it on YouTube. That's hard. Yeah, so uh, Ralkuton, I think that's how you pronounce it, mm-hmm. Uh, They're the sponsoring company that's on the Warriors jerseys. If you watch, watch any of the Warriors games, just look up Curry Highlights you'll see Ralkleton on their jerseys. That's hard. And they did a documentary on staff, And some guys I know here uh, were a part of it. Uh, and they reached out to me and was like, hey, we're looking for some music. And so I supplied some music for that documentary. That's fire. Yeah. I just
0: ended up having a song in a fucking movie, bro. That's what's up, bro. bro hell, yeah. hell yeah. Fucking, That's uh, what's up. Uh, I forget his name, Pete Davidson He got this movie yes, sir. Out called King of Staten Island. Yes, sir. And uh I featured on this song for this for this nigga. And uh it ended up like getting in that movie and they used my part of the song. Dang. And he's getting his ass beat by like some Hawk hands and like my uh, voice in the shit. background. It's so just you,
1: fire. Your song is playing on the background? Like you just hear Perfect. my voice just straight it's straight spitting Perfect. Just, Perfect.
0: He just gets knocked out with fake Hawk <laughs> hands. It's fucking fire. Perfect. It's like like Probably the best situation I could have ended up in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, just come on, bro. Dude, um, yeah, man. Besides, like, my music being in, like, a sex scene, that would be fire, you feel me? Or, like, yeah. put my shit in the background of a porno. Bro, if y'all out here listening, put my music in the background of a porno, please. I can't wait. <laughs> that was, shit would be so fire.
1: Man, I want to, dude, I want to do some Adult Swim shit, man. Me too. If I could Man, if me I too. could score, like, a whole cartoon Adult Swim type shit. That'd be crazy. Bro. Hundred percent, man. Like Philo, if you're listening to this shit, or don't, or swim. If you, Cartoon Network, both yeah. of us, it's not just Breeze. I'm talking Draco, like <laughs> Matthias, all Dude. of our niggas, put us on, man. We well, can do you know, this.
0: you know, like when I be making my art and shit like that. And, yeah. like For a minute, I was making allegory, right. and it is yeah. pretty, you know, what I mean inappropriate. But uh, I felt like I'm like, look, this is some some shit where I want all the motherfuckers who who ain't into. You mean it ain't like this is bad content, but like you gotta understand what you're getting into. You fucking yeah. with me, you feel me? Like yeah. I like, uh, I like Adult Swim type of shit. Yeah. I like things to just be off putting at first. You feel Abstract, me? So, yeah. Which
1: I could see in that art, by the way. If, yeah. That's very fitting for the vibe. Fuck it, yeah, it is, You for feel sure. me? Even yeah.
0: though we just talking about regular shit in yeah, the first exactly, place, you man. feel me? Yeah. Uh, but look, all right. So boom. Uh, you when you make your projects, uh, I know you produce it all, but for. The coolest thing about this tape that you made, Nappy Head, is that you had everybody else fill it in, yeah. as far as rappers and shit yeah. like that. Uh, um, let's see, how do you how you push it like that together when you're working with people? You make beats, you send them. Yeah. out.
1: man, I just like reach out to the people who I feel like would do, like you know, their due diligence or whatever on the track.
0: Yeah, I know yeah. I got a song on there. I know you yeah. sent me the track, and you was like, you know, what I mean, you you told me the mm-hmm. mood that you wanted and what you kind of wanted me to talk about. Yep. You feel me? And I like that yeah. because I hate when people don't give me direction. Yeah. And they want me to fuck with them. You know what yeah, I mean? Like
1: man. That's that's my whole vibe. Like, I I never tried to force, like, too much creative direction. Yeah. Because it, my whole thing is, like, if I'm reaching out to you from the jump, I already appreciate the way you create. So I don't want to reach out to you and be like, do something that you're not going to do normally. I'm reaching out to you from a lens of a, like, man, everything with me straight up is kind of like a thespian type of theater mind, you know, like in a sense of like, you think of like a, a, uh, my bad, my bad. You think of like a, you know, like a show director when they're telling, when they're giving someone acting directions, they're not going to tell them exactly what to do. They're going to tell them the emotions to convey. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I like to collaborate. It's like, hey, man, do your thing, but, like, th- here's a couple little pointers. I think like- that's important. Yeah.
0: Like, I don't really collab with people too much on anything except producers and then, like, cover art, you know? Yeah. But it's like, yo, I got you on for you to do you, mm-hmm. but this is the feeling.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah, man. We on the same page. Uh,
0: like- So... Let's see, like, do you feel like your ideas come to life the way you envision them to?
1: Yeah, I mean, because I think they always come to life on the production standpoint, and usually i just try to, like, do my part on, like, you know, producing the track, whatever, Mm -hmm. and then usually what I find awesome is that when people do their thing, it becomes a totally different thing. Yeah. So it's like my idea gets amplified and their idea gets amplified. Fuck yeah. You know, it's like everyone wins. Yeah. That's why I like it. Yeah. Collaboration, man, so many people got collaboration messed up. Like, I feel like so many people have collaboration on like, well, everyone needs to benefit. Don't get me wrong. But it's like, man, like if you can get in this middle ground of like benefiting each other, then both of ideas become bigger than it's, so yeah nah for mean? sure and yeah.
0: and I think the big part of that is if you're doing if you're collaborating with somebody that you want to collaborate with 100% you know? so like a lot of times you feel me like I don't I don't want no no bread for no features from the homies you know yeah. what I yeah. mean yeah that's what like, like people I fuck with yeah um, but you know a lot of times if it's somebody I don't know or shit like that you feel you, you gotta, gotta get it's your like, money bro I gotta get the bread but it, <laughs> it, the bigger part about that is like you know what I mean I'm, if I'm going to do this Like I really want to do it mm-hmm. I need a reason mm-hmm. You know what I mean Because yeah. I have no reason To work with a stranger And, and, and give them my best work right now You yeah. feel me Or even something that Like I really care for You know that's what a I mean g- That's
1: a good it, I'm glad you said that bro Because like uh, when you uh when you collaborate with someone it is an energy effort you put into you know it what is I mean? an energy effort and and, and so, i gotta
0: really like you yeah and i gotta like want to make this good and i i feel like you know what i mean one cool thing about the reason why i go to this nappy hair project is because that's the one where i kind of did you know what i mean discovered that you were producing like that mm-hmm. and then that's also like i feel like uh every song how many songs is on that tape it's a, it's a lot of songs it's in that a tale. bunch and it's yeah. like they all have people taking actual approaches at yeah. these beats like yeah, right they on, really right. like. I'm talking like every song is fire <laughs> like I feel like I did the laziest job
1: nah you did your thing <laughs> bro like, I man I've gotten way better at mixing but mm-hmm. like
0: it's respect for you yeah. to get that many people on songs and they man. actually put their shit into it you feel me
1: appreciate that um, what do you use to produce Logic and yeah, that's primarily what I do. So, like, I'll, I'll run everything out of Logic, and you know, I have different plug plugins and whatnot. Yeah, so, you ever yeah. use like, uh, um, like actual instruments? Yeah, I'll use you drums, plug in drums and shit. Yeah, drums and uh, like hand percussion and stuff like that, and like anything. Typically, anything melody-wise you hear, I'm playing like on the keyboard. Yeah, so, yeah. how'd you learn? Uh, I took lessons growing up. Uh, from like second ish grade to like eighth or ninth, right. so yeah. Fuck yeah! So you yeah. know what you're doing. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm not a great piano player, but I've I'm been
0: trying right. to produce, bro. It's not easy, bro. The I think the hardest thing about producing, which I learned from from my boy Black Youth, is that I don't know. Since I don't know notes and scales, I don't know. You feel me? Like I can make a nice melody. And the percussion won't match it. You feel me? Or it,
1: it'll be something off. Mm-hmm.
0: It'd be like, bro, yeah, no, n- never touch these programs again. <laughs> man,
1: dude, it's, I mean, it's just, man, every time, everything is it's like bacon. You know what I mean? Like it just takes some, like, give and take or some, take something out, yeah. add something a little bit here and there. And just keep massaging it and sitting on it for a little while. I mean, with your knowledge of, it, you know, music and like how much you record it, you can get those drums right eventually. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, you I, feel know what like, I,
0: mean? I feel like I feel like it takes dedication. You feel me? Yeah. How long you been producing for?
1: Shoot, man. Uh, I want to say like high school, so like ten years. Yeah, yeah. See? That's yeah.
0: man. That ten year shit. That is a hump, bro. Like yeah. I feel like anything that motherfuckers want to get good at, bro. Like six to 10 years. It's crazy, like, with the podcast and shit. I just started. I'm only a year in, right? Mm -hmm. But I was listening to Joe Rogan, uh, actually, earlier today. And this girl, she's like, yo, how long have you been doing this? And he's like, bro, 10 years now. I think Mm -hmm. 10 or 11. But I'm like, damn, bro. I'm sure, like, 10 years ago, he didn't think that he would get, like, a a hundred, like, million contract. You feel me? Like, a million dollar contract out this shit. Like, it's kind of fried. But, uh, all right, a few more questions. Yeah, yeah. Uh what's a dream song you could make if you were to be the the producer or, you feel me, in, in the band or something? Like, yeah. who, who would be a part of it?
1: Bro, oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dang, I had a totally different answer for you be, before you said who would be a part of it. Yeah,
0: so, like, if you were to produce something for a rapper or if you were to put, oh. like, certain people on instruments or, Dang. like, what's just a dream song?
1: Bro, that even... might have been the hardest question I've, like, in the sense of hard, not like difficult, like tightest question I ever I like, had. I like heard. that
0: question. I don't think bro. I've asked it
1: yet. All right, dang. All right, before <laughs> before I answer this, bro. So I just wanted to spread this this new this knowledge that I just came across the other day on Twitter. Billy Jean was mixed apparently 92 times. Yeah,
0: and they used the second mix, right? Bro, so you they saw the used, same yeah, thing? they used the second That's fucking crazy. mix. crazy.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm the type of nigga to do some dumb Dude. shit like that too. So when I see that, and I know how great MJ and that whole squad of people that he had in this corner. You know they was mixing their ass off. Man, they was mixing their ass off. So if I, man, with that kind of stuff, all right, squad wise, if I'm producing the whole thing, Oh man This might take A little bit Nah no, it's it's simple Yeah I'm going with Questlove On drums He's the best Probably One of the best Recording drummers Of Shout all time Shout out Questlove is that yeah. nigga Man like Especially when it comes To the music That I would probably Would try to make Like on a hip hop tip Yeah I'm gonna I'm have him On drums Really I'm gonna just Hire his band Low key <laughs> Hey then, you ever listen To Thundercat Oh yeah Okay so Maybe I have Thundercat on bass. <laughs> yeah Uh and then you know like I mean throw any rapper or vocalist in there. Oh no 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 give oh, me a rapper. Okay. All right, Andre 2000. Ooh. Bro, actually you I don't the think fuck? I've ever heard that. I don't think I've fuck. ever heard 3 stacks. Collaborate with Roots, and if that's out there, please (laughs) someone tell me now.
0: Hey, you acting crazy right now, Yeah,
1: bro. Okay, acting crazy, bro. Three Sex collaborating with Roots, man, and now you got me really thinking because you want (laughs) to, you you want to put some new flavor in there. Go Mm -hmm. ahead and invite uh Anderson Park to the studio.
0: Ooh,
1: ooh, bro, Travis Scott with some uh, auto tune like uh, backgrounds, and then I got to shout out some love to Rhapsody and probably Beyonce. And there you have it. I mean, that's kind of all over the place, but <laughs> no, get yourself that- a band and then those, honestly, like, vocalists. Honestly, but, like,
0: Anderson, Pac, Pac, is it Pac or Pac? One of the two. Anderson, I don't know. Yeah. Andre, and The Roots. Yeah. That just sounds nasty.
1: Yeah, it's crazy, right? Fuck. That, that's crazy.
0: Fuck. All right. Let Shit, me ask man. you a question.
1: What's up? Uh, all right. What's Craig Versus Let me do Two Let me do uh Three oh, verses. Versus Uh Man Okay Give me a second Ah oh, nah This is First one's easy Jay-Z Nas Jay-Z Okay Good answer
0: I uh, mean I got my reasons I've never really listened to Nas But I respect Jay-Z Yeah
1: That's a good answer Yeah Um uh, um. All right, I got to. Nicki Cardi. Nicki. All right, cool.
0: But I it's that's for different reasons yeah. because like I, I give it I give it to him both like Cardi B is fucking crazy her she career is, huh? is fire but like Nicki Minaj like like just seeing her go from like being around like Gucci. And like, bro, she wrapped her fucking ass off. Her influence over people, that whole Barbie shit, like influence yeah, is yeah. heavy. I, I give niggas credit for being able to influence people to dress a certain way, sound a certain way, shit like that. Yeah. Like that is hard to do. Yeah. Like Wiz Khalifa, like at certain point, like Wiz Khalifa had everybody dressing mm-hmm. and looking the same, like yep. acting the same, had put my whole generation on the weed. Yeah. You feel yeah, me? Yeah. Like, 100%, 100%. like, so Nikki and I were off top.
1: And I actually I, I know I said three, I got two more. Go. The, uh the the third one.
0: Oh, get in there, get in there.
1: Yeah, the third one's gonna be a brand question.
0: Brand question. Yeah, I like brand questions. Yeah.
1: Nike Adidas. Adidas. Ooh. <laughs> okay, I thought you was gonna Okay. I like All that All right, one. so like
0: my mama like Air Maxes. She like Nike, you feel me? Like she likes a lot of Nike shit, but I've never worn Nike you feel me and i like i like forces and that's about it i yeah. like jordans yeah that's about it and i don't i got forces on right now cuz the homie bought me some for yeah. my birthday shout out to Broski <laughs> uh i don't really wear jordans but i like adidas man i like yeezy i like i like the track pants i like adidas boosts Um, yeah man
1: okay and then the last one i have is What's up?
0: What is okay? Oh shit. I'm getting there. Nah,
1: nah. This is this is the biggest one I got. Oh shit. Cause this is gonna be controversial shit. P- potentially. I think these two are two of the biggest icons in hip hop, period. Man, come
0: on, I ain't scared.
1: Drake Beyonce.
0: Why you do that? That's controversial, right? <laughs> <You an asshole>. <laughs> <laughs> I can't answer that because I don't listen to Beyonce.
1: Okay, that's a good answer. No,
0: no, no. I'm going to answer it. Beyonce. Because same reason why Nicki. Like, bro, people love Beyonce. But like, motherfuckers love Drake. But it's different, bro. Like, Drake still got steps. Like, Drake Drake ain't even... I don't even think he's on the same level yet. You know what I mean? Like, we'll have to see the end of the day. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because I feel like Beyonce, not at her end of the day, but she didn't make her point. You feel me? I feel like Drake still be making his point. You know what I mean? Yeah. At some point we'll have to answer that. You feel me? Right.
1: Uh who's as big as Beyonce? No one's big as Beyonce right now. But
0: like then it's like, well, who who who's who's bigger than Drake? Like Drake is Drake is pretty big as far as men go. Yeah, yeah. But you feel me? I can't answer that without being like
1: that's the controversy only, behind it. But
0: it's on like if I was a fan of both of them, I could give you an answer. It'd probably be Beyonce because like Drake can't do what the fuck Beyonce do but 100%. she's also not a spitter. Like I'd have to have two people of the same genre.
1: Oh, right. That's a good thing. Like, you could give me point. Drake
0: versus anybody else. Drake probably washing them for real. Cause man, Drake washing niggas. Drake is out here. Yeah, rap.
1: I mean he putting
0: in work, bro. Like Drake dropped more hip hop than anything. Okay. Drake be rapping.
1: Versus future. Future. There we go <laughs> I'm top bro. I was like no. there, There's one person yeah. You're not a talking lot about of, right Bro there's a
0: lot of niggas I mean like But like Future's not Watching Drake Yeah In Drake bag But like On Drake's song Skip the Future part <laughs> like, yeah, You me? Yeah 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 like, That's a good top, point bro That's a good point top Like Future bro Future's a different nigga man That's Nah nigga Future is, is doing
1: something To Man, and I'm just now I want to say I'm like a year hip on Future cuz like Bro. I used to like not be that cool on Future. You don't Future. even
0: understand. Yeah. Uh Future wrote Drunken Love.
1: Yep. Like Future could write a hit
0: for Drake right now. Like because shit as far as I know Future don't got writers, Drake got writers. Yeah. Who the fuck knows? You feel yeah. me? Off top future, bro. Come on, bro. Yeah. Man, I don't even want to nah, talk th- about nah, that. Nah, this is, <laughs> this is good shit. This is good shit. Man.
1: You feel me? Yeah. Uh,
0: all right. So look, uh, I guess it's wrapping up, man. How's everything changed for you during COVID? Man,
1: it's, it's changing the positive room. I've been staying more creative. Uh, I practice drums more regularly than I used to. And I'm making more beats. And I got shit, like three prog- uh, three projects. Like, none.
0: Is I, it all solo? You got shit going with No, the band? I got a
1: solo project, a band project. Fuck yeah. I produced a project for Purnell and I got like songs here and there for other people as well. So
0: every time I see you, bro, i be like, man, bro, all right, I don't know how you did it because I ain't even noticed that you ever gained weight. But yeah. you didn't got, you look fit as fuck right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did tight, get a little fat at one point. But all right, so, I so myself let's go talk down. about getting fat, nigga. I, I, I weigh. I weigh 252.6 right now, according to this morning. Mm. Nigga, at some point, I was pushing like 278, like yeah. a summer and a half ago, bro.
1: I don't even know where I was, but I just know I just didn't feel good, and I had to change something. What'd you change? Well, I, I stopped drinking as much beer. I started just being on my feet more yeah, and working out, you know, and stretching. Fuck it. Yeah. Like COVID, I was running, you know, I've been running now. Yeah, man. Uh, Running is crucial.
0: Running is hard,
1: though. Even before COVID, though, like, when I was at the gym, I was on the Stairmaster. I was on planks, stretching. Bro, stretching is, like, everything. I don't stretch. You should. Yeah. Like, I think that does a lot of, like, pre-stuff that you don't even think about. Mm -hmm. Like, stretching gives your body the flexibility to do more when you work out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So...
0: I like that. Yeah, man. I like that. I've been I've been trying to stay focused on some healthy shit. Yeah. But the, the the benefit of having this free time and being able to be alone, you feel me? I've been able to get a lot of creative energy out myself. So yeah, man. I'm glad to hear it's working for
1: you too. Well I saw one thing I want to ask you earlier, I know we talked about the hot boxing podcast. Don't you box as well? So I tried.
0: Yeah. You feel me? And I'm but I'm just really more into it than anything. You feel mm-hmm. me? I wanted to be a boxer. My uncle did UFC or not. He did MMA for a while. Nice. He was like on the way to get in the UFC. Dang, that's tight, Uf- man. To the, uh, you should have him. I tongue tied and shit. But you, yeah. You should you be one of your. But it would be fire. But I mean, he got a lot of fights. He really wanted me. That's why I want to get in the mixed Martial Arts at some point. You that's feel what's mean? up. Whenever I get some more time under my hands. uh, You feel me? I, I feel like that's the only type of sport I've ever been into is watching people fight. You feel me? Yeah. I don't like team sports. I never wanted to play team sports. I don't like the fact that somebody else could be the reason I lose. Or you feel me, I could yeah. be the reason why everybody else you feel me they just yeah. get shitty at me. You feel me? I like the accountability to man, damn, he beat your ass. <laughs> like, yeah, you just got That's your ass. Interesting beat. Perspective. I, I like the fact that they could be like, Yeah, like I just gotta get better. And then they, they're really martial arts is fucking it's a whole nother world. You know what I mean? It's, it's well that
1: in boxing, there's a whole even beyond fighting, it's like the mind you got to yeah. be the most sharp. That's like the most sharp sport. Yeah, because you got to be ready to block someone. You got to be ready punch. You got to be ready dodge. You got to be ready to endure to, gotta to, be, to everything. And you got to get shit. They go in ready to motherfucking kill. Like
0: they man, were, bro. It's like, like kill or be killed. But it's a mentality. bro. you got to be a specific type of person to get into a cage. Yeah, in that's front crazy. Of, in front of the world, that's and crazy. Fight for your life. Yeah, you feel I me? Mean?
1: Yeah, that's salute to all the. Fighters out there yeah, but even it. the mind is strong-minded people too
0: it's, it's great you feel me yeah. so I'd, I'd like to get into that at some point um yeah
1: but yeah shit would you no nah, probably not i probably would just get into like the maybe bro, boxing should, should man do, boxing you know i saying? think boxing would be cool you should
0: train bro you look like a boxer hey don't you look like a boxer that, your i think boxing man. would
1: be cool i'm <laughs> man i don't i'm not a big fan of usc because i just think I mean, I'm just not a bit... I like boxing. I like, like...
0: See, my whole thing was... I If I've ever gotten in a fight in my life, I've never had to take one to the ground. And I don't like the idea... Of somebody flipping me and trying to break my leg or you feel me some yeah. shit like that like I'm it's I'm just like that. too barbaric it's like man, it's like man like <laughs> I like cool. the
1: sport of boxing it's like you get knocked down you out man you're yeah. like yeah. hey you can't do nothing about that
0: yeah no. Nah, you like they're fighting until one of them yeah like, they're dies to, they're out there in the trenches yeah, it's like they really going hard yeah. it's ty- it's interesting though it's some gladiator shit to yeah. be honest yeah, yeah. Like, that shit shouldn't be legal like we watch that shit for fun.
1: But all right, I'm not a big fan of USC, but some the tightest USC fighters are the ones that are the smoothest. Anderson, uh, what's his name? Silver. Silver, bro, he's cold. He get niggas, bro. Bro, bro uh, when he, when
0: he, when them feet get off the ground,
1: motherfuckers bro, like, don't know how to act. Bro. That's the shit that's cool. You like, never
0: ready to get kicked in the head, bro. <laughs> ever. <laughs> like. It always
1: be stuff like that, just super like <laughs> knocked out like yeah. crazy.
0: It's crazy. All right, um, let's see what else, uh damn, damn, we didn't cover a lot of shit today. Yeah. You know, I was I was afraid I'd be unprepared.
1: Nah, you were very
0: prepared, man. Man, so look, uh, shout out to everybody listening. This is my first podcast with this new setup. You feel me?
1: Check one, two. It sounds great. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, shit, man. Uh, as far as shows go, man, what do you think is going to happen?
1: So shows, we got one together October 3rd. Yeah. Hi-Fi thir- uh, mm-hmm. uh, with American. That's going to be sick.
0: You think it's going to get you back into the groove?
1: But yeah, man. We've been playing shows here and there. We've done uh, like a little park show earlier this year. Mm-hmm. We got one coming up in Bloomington. But this will be a nice little vibe to get people back. What's know, it what's been saying? like? It's been different. Like What are the what are they doing? Oh, Hi-Fi? Uh, or like... The shows that you played? They've been social distant, masked up shows. So it's been kind of different, but like, still nice to see people out, mm-hmm. you know. With your type of music, it's probably tight. You feel it's me? still been like, cool, yeah. I'm going
0: to have to, because in a way, it's not going to be no my pit or nothing for me. Uh, yeah, to, so with your, gonna with your stuff. Right. <laughs> now, it's still
1: going to be cool, though, because like I feel like you and American are going to bring people out because y'all got it loyal fan bases yeah and that's what's up and it'll
0: like, be nice to to play some chiller shit or you feel me just like not not care if people are are turned up because yeah you feel me or what's going on just be like i'm gonna just put on a good performance right right let him, right, right that's let what's see more, me.
1: yeah yeah 100 man uh
0: you know that's another reason why i like listening to joe rogan because he talks to a bunch of comedians and they're going through the same shit we going through yeah yeah mm-hmm. man how you been making money well not to get well, into that but nah, like, it's
1: cool i mean i just been trying to Making meet through digital means, mm-hmm. like, so I've had I've had a couple, excuse me, I've had a couple gigs, and then I've tried to make money through like offering services like musically through online and stuff. Fuck and yeah, yeah. So, hell yeah. Other than that, not too many other opportunities. But school's about to come back up, so I'm about to start teaching and stuff like that.
0: Oh, ah, yeah. So I just penciled that in earlier while you was you you mentioned that. So you teach.
1: Yeah, I I taught music last year out of school, and with COVID, things shut down. So, like, that thing that's going to probably come back up.
0: What specifically are you doing, and what grade did you do?
1: I was teaching all grades. I was teaching preschool. Well, not high school, but I was teaching preschool to eighth.
0: That's fire. Yeah. How you like that?
1: It was, uh, I mean, (laughs) it was cool. Like, I liked it. I mean, it has its challenges. Mm -hmm. You know, there's sometimes where things would be kind of tough as far as, like, Connecting to the kids mm-hmm. Or you know Kids who have bad days Yeah In retrospect you Never can be so mad at the kids Because you never know What they got going on Man kids Even got if they cuss you out Even if they call you out your name Yeah You know that would be That would throw me off sometimes But Hey it, You there And and if you're not there Some other You know They might not have anyone there
0: so. Well you know uh, You know my daughter Just started kindergarten over Zoom Yeah
1: and it's I bet that's tough, bro.
0: She, I mean, I wanted to send her to school, you know what I mean? Like It's like, uh, I want to get her around other kids and shit, you know what I mean? So I was like, yo, kindergarten, she's been kind of hype about it, getting the experience. It's kind of weird to conf- like let her know why she can't. But yeah. then it's like, you know what I mean? A lot of people, when they unmute their microphones, you got to hear what's going on in the background of are their are situations, you know what I mean? And yeah. Everybody's trying to adjust, but it's hard, bro. It's hard, so, you know what I mean? But shout out to you for teaching shit. What made you get into that in the first place?
1: Okay, so what made me get into teaching? Well, I through a couple, like, camp experiences and just always having a, a good knack for, like, helping others, like, I just found teaching to be easy, or not necessarily easy, but something that, like, I could fall in line into. Mm-hmm. And so through teaching during the day or doing, like, um, musical, musical teaching opportunities through Mm -hmm. this program called Arts for Learning, I found that, like, it was kind of easy to kind of fall in that path, you know? Like, being a musician, being able to share the love for music and arts to kids who need it, you know? I've always been, like, a a very strong personality person. People say I'm, like, good, with like, interacting with kids. So I thought, you know... You seem like you'd be pretty good with kids. Yeah, yeah. What were you teaching them? Uh, I would teach them, like, Just like simple, like musical programs, like, uh, stuff like not reading music, but more so just like, uh, learning simple, like nursery sign or songs Mm -hmm. and, uh, drumming on buckets and like using found objects, uh, nothing too complicated, but basically using music to connect and like communicate through like a social setting, you know, like, uh, using, uh. I was big on, like, communicating through, like, the the language of music. So, like, having drum circles and, like, being able to, to just go back and forth with each other and improvise and that's stuff That's tight. Like that. Damn,
0: yeah. that's hard. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to you, man. Uh, right on, man. All right. So, question. Or, not question. Yeah, question, sort of. But if you were to give somebody one piece of advice or, like, go back in the day and talk to young you. You feel me, before you knew where you would be right now. Um, and where you might be in the future, you know what I mean? Like the possibilities are crazy. What's one thing that you would tell yourself to, to uh I don't know, yeah. get yourself
1: right? Um, I probably would have done what I knew I could do best sooner. So like I would have like been more serious about music and then I probably also would have uh surrounded myself with more like like minded people mm-hmm. earlier. Uh, I have friends who You know who were in good Like Had good intentions and stuff And like had similar Interests but I would I probably would have Surrounded myself with people Who would have pushed me more And like I mean probably been black And things like that You know just little stuff like that Yeah You know You know I, I often
0: wish I knew A lot more black people You feel me
1: 100% Yeah cause like That's one thing I've Learning, growing up, Mm -hmm. like, in the past few years is, like, it's so easy to, you don't even know it when you're going through it, it's so easy to get whitewashed with, when you, when you interact with a lot of white people.
0: When you're in the artist community, too, you know what I mean, like, depending on what artist community, you feel me, it's not like, you know, whatever, whatever, but the one I chose, you feel me, it's not, it's just not a whole bunch of niggas around, you feel me? I, I didn't got into this punk scene, you know what I mean, type thing and shit, man. It's a lot of artists and shit like that, you feel me? But oftentimes I'll be like, shit, man, where my niggas at? Because, yeah. you feel me? At the end of the day, I mean, shout out to, shout out to all the homies and shit, but a lot of these motherfuckers ain't as, ain't as cool as yeah. I would like them to be, you feel me?
1: Yeah, and that's one of the things I wish I was more hip on, like, when I was like, <laughs> excuse me, when I was a little younger. Yeah. To have that filter to be like, eh, it's not for me. Like, you like the same music as I do, but you be on some slight fried stuff or, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just being younger and not being able to be, like, to push that away yeah. off the strength of for what's best for me.
0: You know, yeah. there's something about that, you feel me? Just knowing who you are yeah, and shit like that. I feel like a lot of people got a problem uh, still trying to figure that out. You feel me? But... I don't know. We can get off into a whole
1: bunch of other conversations. No, nah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for sure.
0: I'm glad I got here and talked to you. I think we didn't hit like an hour and twenty one minutes. I don't want this to be the longest podcast in the motherfucking world. Oh, man. But look, I want to say thank you.
1: Yes, sir, Draco. Because
0: I've been wanting to talk to you for a grip, my nigga. Uh, I hope y'all have learned a lot about my boy today. You feel me, uh? Man, big Clint Breeze in this motherfucker.
1: Like two thousand, like twelve, thirteen type shit. Thirteen probably. Man. Yeah, it's
0: a long time coming. You feel me? And honestly, bro, the future is bright. I don't know what's gonna happen, but you feel me? Our wildest dreams gonna come true because we stay true to ourselves. You feel me?
1: Hungry, yeah, hungry man for sure. Uh,
0: Sure. You want to plug your socials? You want to plug? Yeah, man.
1: So you can follow me on IG, uh, Clint Breeze Z with a Y, and then my band Clint Breeze in the Groove, or Twitter Clint Breeze, and so. If you just search Clint Breeze or Clint Breeze and Groove, you can follow, I mean, you can find us on all social media platforms. I got a new album, solo project coming out, 9 Never forget. Uh, The album's called We Good. It's, free, it's featuring Draco, yeah. uh, Sirius, a uh, whole bunch of cats that we talked about here and many others. And my band also has an album coming out, Uh, The Date To Be Determined, but more music, more exciting stuff coming this year. Stay tuned, man. Yes, sir.
0: Uh, oh, uh, two things. Your your the rapper in your band is fucking crazy. Pernell from Pike, Bruh, He's hard, like yes, super sir. hard. And then, uh, where did that Nappy Head project go? Because I was looking for on it for iTunes. And it's TV. on
1: uh, Bandcamp right now. It's not on iTunes. It's just exclusive on Bandcamp. So that means the only way you could hear it is if you purchase it for a price that you decide on Bandcamp. Nice. Yeah, that's what I like. Support man, Black Ken, artists. Bro. Yeah,
0: fuck yeah, man. Hey man, go get that shit, man. And uh as usual, man, you feel me? I want you yes, to tell somebody you love them, man. You feel Tell me, someone man. you love them today. Goddamn, And him. support Draco, man, bleeding out, man. Hold your strong, man. man. Yeah, bleeding out, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> yeah nigga. All right, <laughs> man. Goodbye everybody.
2: Goodbye.